Welcome to the Encounter Community Church Podcast, where we take God's Word and look at how we can utilize, practically apply it, and implement it into our lives. Welcome back to the Encounter Community Church Podcast. My name is Ken Baller Jr. I'm the pastor here at Encounter Community Church. And right now I'm doing something I haven't done in a while, and that is I am sitting in my backyard recording the podcast today. So you may hear some sounds that are around me. You may hear some wind chimes that go off. You may hear a dog bark here or there. It could be my dog, but you might hear a dog bark here or there. Our neighbors are having a gathering in their backyard, so you might hear some talking in the back. And I love this. Let me tell you, I love this kind of environment. One of the things that I cannot wait just to be able to do See, I used to love going into Coffee Bean or Starbucks and just sitting in the room and just kind of soaking it in. And I would love to go there to write my sermons. There's something about the hustle and bustle around me, uh, the distractions around me, seeing people interact, hearing the, you know, the espresso maker (laughs) happening behind me. And I, I hope that that sounded like an espresso maker. It probably sounded more like a bad channel on the television. <laughs> Going back to, and, and maybe I just dated myself. Because nowadays when there's a bad channeling on television, you just don't get any reception at all. But when I was a kid, you got bad reception on your television. You got noise. You know, that kind of noise uh, in the background. And uh, I apologize for doing that. once again. But I'm excited. I I love being in my backyard. I love this environment. I love recording. I I love feeling the the wind blowing against my face. I just love it. I just love it. So I'm so excited to be out here recording for you. And and there's a reason why I am recording in my backyard today. It's because you are listening to a vaccinated man that's right. I went and got my vaccination today. I got uh, I, I got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So beautiful, beautiful thing about that, one shot, baby. Just one shot. So I'm, I'm waiting for the side effects to kick in. I'm, I'm hoping it will be something like, I don't know, flight, super strength, super speed, Maybe a combination of one, two, or all three. (laughs) But maybe, just maybe, I will become Super Ken, Super Pastor. You know, just whatever that might be or whatever that might look like or or sound like. He rescues people and he introduces them to Jesus. So I don't know what my theme would sound like, but I I can tell you now, it won't be that because that is just corny as all get out. And I apologize for taking you down that journey with me once again. But, you know, people are, I'm not sure how you feel about being vaccinated or not. I I know that there are some people who have questions, and I think their questions are legitimate, and we should sit down and be willing to talk about those. I just decided to go ahead and get it because I just want to minimize the risk that I have, you know, Blood, high blood pressure, heart problems, that kind of thing, runs in my family. Uh, so genetically, I'm, I'm predisposed to some of those kind of challenges. So I just thought it would be safer than sorry. I'm just, I just thought that. 
So I, I feel pretty good. I mean, my health is, is decent. I'm actually starting to try to lose weight. Notice I said try to lose weight. Not that I'm actually losing weight. I try to lose weight. So I'm changing my eating habits, actually starting to work out now. Got the Fitbit going, trying to register some steps, trying to do all of those things that make you healthier. Because I just want to be the best me. I just want to be the best me that I can be. Which brings us to this series. We've been doing a series called How to Become the Goat. And what I like to say is not the goat as in not that goat. Not the goat as in you go to, you know, the feeding barn or just wherever it might be and you pet him on his little head and you feed him little beats. That's not the goat that I'm talking about. I am talking about the greatest of all time. How to become the greatest of all time. And one of the things that we said over the course of this series is that every single one of us is designed to be the greatest of all time in some aspect of our lives. And there's nothing wrong with shooting for that. There's nothing wrong with shooting to be the greatest father of all time or the greatest husband of all time or the greatest wife of all time. And let me tell you, women, you got some competition because my wife is pretty awesome. <laughs> if you are a wife, I, I don't know. I don't know if you could beat this one because I, I can tell you now, the reason why I got my vaccination today was because of the awesomeness of everything that is my wife. She just is. She just absolutely is amazing. I am so fortunate and so blessed to be able to call her my beloved. I really am. But you can. You can become the greatest wife of all time or maybe the second greatest <laughs> wife of all time. But we can also become the greatest teacher, greatest boss, greatest employee, greatest student of all time. If we're willing to take in the principles that God lays out in the scriptures for us to be able to step into the fullness of, of who he's called and created us to be. And again, it's up to us. That's up to us if we're willing to step out and to step into that. It's my prayer that we will be willing to do so. And we've already covered that there's nothing wrong with a combination of humility and being the greatest of all time. Because we've connected with the greatest of all time being someone who's connected with understanding your identity and knowing who you truly are. And haven't you noticed the people who are confident in who they are are truly humble? Typically, it is a person who is not the greatest of all time who tends to be the knucklehead <laughs> of all time. It's just, it's just interesting in that way. For those who are trying to arrive, that's where the feeding frenzy is compared to those who have genuinely arrived. And when I say arrived, I'm talking about someone who's arrived and they're confident in their skills, they're confident in who they are, they're confident in their abilities, they're confident in what they've been able to achieve or what they've been able to do. And, and in that confidence, they just want to share it with others. They just want to see others achieve that level of success. That's a goat. That's a goat. And so it's, it's my prayer that we will make the commitment to say, you know what, Ken? I, I think you're right. I, I want to do that. I want to shoot to be the greatest of all time in some aspect 
of my life. I want to do that. Well, last Sunday we had Daniel speak. And Daniel is our youth leader. And he talked about the the it factor. That was the name of the message. And we kind of talked about that last week, didn't we, in the podcast? Like the it factor. There's just something about it that everyone who is a goat, they have it. And for those who are not goats, they're seeking for it. If I can have that it factor in my life, then I know that, I, that I've made it. I, I know that I've arrived. And, and the question that Daniel wrestled with is, what is that? What is the it factor that goats have? And, and the best way to figure that out is to look at the greatest, the absolute greatest of all time. Of course, that would be Jesus Christ. So what is it? that Jesus had that we could take and that we could implement into our lives? How can we look at his example and be able to say, wow, if I get to that point, then I too will be the greatest of all time. And of course, the greatest defining characteristic of Jesus. If you were to ask people, what is the it factor of Jesus? You know what they say? His love. That it was his love. It was his love that made Jesus Christ so unique. And it is that same type of love that Jesus challenges us to live out and to be able to practice as well. You know, one of the things that Daniel said that I thought was really interesting is sometimes when it when we are seeking to be the goat, we have to be careful about who it is that we compare ourselves to. See, a lot of times we have a tendency to doubt our identity, to doubt our ability, to doubt our faith, to doubt who we are, to, to have that lack of confidence in us. And one of the major reasons why is because we compare ourselves to others. And, and Daniel said this, and I thought this was so right on. He said, comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I think he's onto something there. I think he's onto something there. But I, I think that here's what I would love to add to that. It depends on who we compare ourselves to and why we compare ourselves to that person. Again, it depends on who we compare ourselves to and why we compare ourselves to that person. But I, I can tell you now that the Father challenges us to be aware of our relationship with Him. He challenges us to be aware of how we are taking steps in looking at our relationship with Him and looking at the way that we're living our lives. He challenges us to, to examine ourselves our thought process, our mindsets. He challenges us to do that. And I think that there's a reason why. It's because ultimately, his desire is for us to be like him. That really is. That really is his desire, is to be holy. And that's how he says it. He says, be holy as I am holy. And I, I think that that is so beautiful. It is such 
a beautiful picture that God is asking us to shoot for and to develop in our lives is to be holy as he is holy, to practice that kind of holiness in us. I mean, like I said, it really is. It is a beautiful picture of what God is calling us to do. So with, with that in mind, what is he asking us to compare ourselves to? He's asking us to compare ourselves to him. And when we can begin to compare ourselves to him, that's when we can see how do we measure up in living the kind of life that he has called us to live. Just to let you know, that's in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 15, as well as verse, I'm sorry, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. It says, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Now, what does it mean to be holy? I can put that in today's terms. To be holy means to be the greatest of all time. Because what it's saying is that the word holy simply means to be set apart. It's to live our lives in such a way that there's something categorically different about us that people can say, there's something about him. There's something about her that I want. And we can sum that up as the greatest of all time. It's to, it's to live our lives shooting to be the best that we can be, the best person that we, be, we can be. Now, typically, when we think about holiness, one aspect of holiness means to be set apart. Th th there's something categorically different about you. A another aspect of holiness means to be clean or, or pure. So, so what are we doing to deal with the setbacks in our lives? That's one of the reasons why Jesus Christ had to come to the cross to die for us and to, to, to rise again for us. And so that we could be forgiven for our faults, our failures, for the mistakes that, that we've made in our life. But not just forgiven, but to actually move forward and progress. One of the beautiful aspects about being someone who is a follower of Jesus is to know that Jesus accepts me as I am. He, he really does. He accepts me as I am. My faults, my failures, my struggle with laziness, he accepts me as I am. He accepts the guy who has really great intentions, but sometimes I don't always follow through on the things that I say that I'm going to do, although I really desire to do that. He accepts the guy who promises the world, but doesn't always deliver it. It's something that I'm working on. I, I just haven't arrived there yet. He, he loves the guy who, when he comes home, can wrestle with checking out and not really connecting with his family. Although I'm working on that and trying to change that. I mean, there are so many faults that I have. He accepts the guy who struggles and wrestles with his own identity his own confidence and who he, who he is and his abilities. He accepts me. He accepts me as I am. And I won't even go into all my failures and faults because we only have about a 
30 to 40 minute podcast. <laughs> and we would be here for a while if I went into greater detail about my failures and my faults. But he accepts that too. He accepts that too. And so I just want to let you know, like if, if you wrestle with your worthiness of being accepted by God, he accepts you. Flaws, faults, mistakes, regrets, hurts, setbacks, disappointments. He accepts it all. He accepts it all. But then what he does is he challenges us. See, that, that, that term, be holy as I am holy, or he's saying, be the goat as I am the goat. What, what he's saying is, I want you to figure out what your challenges are to move forward so that you can be the best you that you can be. So he accepts you where you are, but he challenges you to be better. There is no one that recognizes the depth and the capacity of your greatness more than God. No one. Because he's the one that made you. I saw someone that said this the other day. He says, if you're having problems, go to the manufacturer. <laughs> and, I, and I think that that is so right on. If I'm having problems, I go to the one that can fix it. If I have a problem with my iPhone, where do I go? I go to the Apple store. I, I go to the manufacturer because the manufacturer can be able to identify the problem and be able to fix the problem with my phone. God is saying the same thing, that, that if you have a problem, if there's, if there's something in you that is incomplete, and every single one of us has it, if there's something in you that struggles, and every single one of us has it, if there's some character deficiency, and every single one of us has it, He's saying, come to me, come to me, and let's walk through and let's deal with it together. Be holy as I am holy. It really is an invitation. But who do we compare ourselves to? And why do we compare ourselves? If we are comparing ourselves to someone and it reminds us of the life that we don't have. Because that's the example that Daniel was, was using. Like in social media, many times in social media, what do we do is, is we open up Facebook and we open up Instagram. And typically on social media, we tend to put our best selves. Every once in a while, I will read a post of someone who says that they're wrestling or someone who says that they're struggling. I've seen more and more of those during COVID where people are just saying, hey, life is broken. My life is broken. But many times we, we, we tend to put our best picture forward, our best foot forward. We just do. So then you see someone else who's taking a year to go around the world and they're posting all of their travel locations. 
And you're like, man, the only thing I've done for years is travel around my block. <laughs> right? And so we look at ourselves. And then you look at the picture of the family that's on vacation and they're smiling and they're happy. But you don't see what they had to go through to get to that picture. You don't see the having to wrestle up all the kids and trying to get little Billy to stop kicking little Bobby. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see all that. We just see the final product and we think, man, if I could just travel somewhere around the world or we see the promotions, we see the celebrations, we see the people who started new jobs, we see people who, and I want to make this really clear, there's nothing wrong with posting those things on social media. Because, I mean, part of the goal of social media is to be able to share our lives, and we should do that. But I think sometimes what we do with social media is we look at the lives of others and we get FOMO. FOMO, are you guys familiar with that? Those of you who are, are already saying it. FOMO, the fear of missing out. But we look at that and we compare ourselves and it makes us feel worse about ourselves. That's the type of comparison that Daniel was talking about on Sunday that we should try our best to avoid. But I also want to look at the flip side of that and begin to look at comparing yourself to people who inspire you. Who inspires you to be a better version of you? Not wanting what they have, but being a better husband. Like, who is your inspiration for being a good husband? Whose example do you look at? Who's your inspiration for being a good wife? Whose example do you look at? Who's your example for being a good father? And rather than looking at ourselves and saying, well, I, you know, I, I'm just not that. I'm, again, I'm not asking you to be exactly like them. But, but I think that there's something healthy on the other side of that. So where we can look at that and say, hey, here is a man who comes home and he's very present with his family. I admire that. And I'm going to shoot for doing the same thing in my own life. Wow. I'm speaking to myself here. <laughs> but who is your example? And so that's why God, when God says, be holy as I am holy, he's also saying, let him be your example as well. What if we loved the way that God loves? What if we accepted the way that God accepts? What if we encouraged the way that God encourages? What if we challenged the way that God challenges? What if we said, Jesus, I really am, because the word Christian means to be Christ-like. Jesus, I'm going to make it a point from this point forward to be like you. And Jesus gives us a really great starting point. He gives us a really great starting point. And as found in John 13, 
34 through 35. A new command that I give you, love one another as I have loved you. As I have loved you. I just wanted to share this real quickly. On Easter Sunday, we're launching a brand new series called Where is the Love? And what we're going to do is we're going to dig into love. And what does love truly look like? Like if I were to love the way that God loves, what would that look like in me? So on Easter, we're going to launch into that. We're going to launch the way that Jesus loves us. We're going to launch into the way that the Father loves us. So that we can define what that love is. Because if Jesus is telling me to love the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love my neighbor as myself, then I better know what that love is and what that love looks like. I better know that. So that way I can be able to measure, is it really happening in my life? Am I really developing it? Is it really a true practice in me? I better know what that love looks like. And so that's what we wanna do with this new Easter series. But I, but I wanna challenge you, even if you don't join us for Easter, start doing your own research. Start digging into love. We do throw that word love out a lot, don't we? We do. I just said earlier, I love being in my backyard and recording. I, I love the freshness that is out here. I love the greenery that is out here. And, and let me tell you, I, I'll give you a, a quick description of my backyard and why I love it so much is we, we've slowly but surely been trying to improve our backyard. One of the things that we got blessed with is someone was giving away a free jacuzzi on a, a group called Buy Nothing Group on Facebook. And my wife put a bid in for that jacuzzi but someone else beat her to it. And the person that beat her to it said, hey, I have my old jacuzzi. Why don't you come and take that? You can have my old jacuzzi because I'm just going to put that in place of my new jacuzzi. So we got a free jacuzzi, y'all. <laughs> we do. So that's here in my backyard. And then one of the things we also wanted to do is we wanted to bless our kids this year. And we, we know that being able to travel and, and go places is really difficult right now. And so our kids have been asking us, hey, mom, dad, can we get a trampoline? So we got them one. We got them a trampoline. So that's also in our backyard. It's like a 15-foot oval trampoline, which they love. It has two basketball hoops on the ends of it. Sometimes what they love to do is they love to run water like it to jump on it. They've also gone out and jumped on the trampoline when it was raining. They also love that too. And then the other thing where I'm sitting at right now is a patio area. 
So we have a, a, a little nice patio. Seats about six people. Umbrella, you know, the whole thing. We have it down right now because it's been pretty windy. And we don't want to risk the glass patio table being broken. And then immediately behind me, my wife found a really, really, really great deal on an outdoor patio set, which includes like two chairs that you can sit in, a little couch, and a little table. And then there's plants and stuff all around that, plants all around me. So we, what we want to do is we want to try to create a backyard oasis. The other thing that we want to try to do once COVID ends is we would really love for our backyard to be the place where our kids can invite their kids over, our, their kids. I hope our kids don't have kids. That's a whole different conversation. <laughs> they better not have kids yet. Or else this podcast will end because I would have lost my life out of just sheer shock. <laughs> no. But no, where my kids can invite their friends to come over and just be able to hang out. So we kind of want our backyard to be that oasis. And eventually we would love to maybe try to put a television or a movie deal, you know, something out here where they can come out here and hang out and watch movies as well. So just to kind of be that place. But that's where I'm sitting at now. So we've slowly been improving it. So you can see why I, I love being out here. I, I, I feel more creative when I'm out here. I, I do. I, I love to write when I'm out here. It's, it's, it's just a great place. But let me tell you this. As much as I love my backyard, I don't love it as much as I love my wife. <laughs> you be like, can you but not? <laughs> there, there should be some categorical difference between that I love my wife and I love my backyard. Should be. So I think that that's why when I, when I say that if we are going to practice the kind of love that we're called to practice, then we must make sure we dig in to figure out what that love is. If we're going to be the best us, then we should love the best love. Let me, let me say that again. I, I, I like that. If we're going to be the best us, then we should love the best love. And there's stuff, there should be something categorically different about the way that we love. And that's where that be holy as I am holy, there's something categorically different about our lives. The GOAT, greatest of all time. If we're able to practice that kind of love, then we get an opportunity to step into the role of being the GOAT. The GOAT that we've been created to be, the GOAT that we've been called to be, the GOAT that we're fashioned to be. We have the opportunity to be able to do that. So with this in mind, I, I, I love it. I, I love what, what Daniel said about the greatest virtue, the it factor is love. And if you've missed any of the message this Sunday from Daniel, you can go back, you can watch it on our, on our Facebook, on our YouTube channel. Uh, as well as you can watch it on our website. Uh, it's available there as well. So you can go back and you can watch Daniel's message and to look at what he said about love being the greatest aspect of those who are the greatest of all time. And, and let me tell you just a quick highlight of just some of the things that he said about love and about that characteristic. He said that 
that this type of love that we live should be a love that resembles God. This type of love that we live should leave room for mistakes, room for others to grow, room for others to develop. The same room that we've also needed in our own lives. And he also said, this love, it really does give me a mission. It gave me a mission. What is it that I should shoot for? What is it that I should commit to, commit to being? So the two things that I really want you to walk away from the podcast as you're listening this week is, is simply this, is A, who am I comparing myself to and why? Am I comparing myself to God and why? So that I can be the best me possible. Am I comparing myself to people who inspire me and uplift me to be the best me? Or am I comparing myself to people that make me feel like a failure? Who make me feel like I don't match up? Who is it that we compare ourselves to and why? And then the second thing, or B, that I would love for you to walk away with is love to make sure that you're taking a moment in your life to learn how to love the way that Jesus loves and really dig into it. Because I've seen it where people claim to love the way that Jesus loves. But if we really loved the way that Jesus loves, I think people would look at church and Christianity very differently. Not saying that we have to agree with everyone that we're around. It, it's, it's not that. But, but there's a way that you could disagree with someone, but for them to still be confident that you love them. There's a way that you could live a lifestyle that is diametrically different than someone else, but yet, love them and for them to be able to know that love and feel that love there's a way there's a way so we're taking a moment to be able to learn how to do that and so like I said take a moment to dig into to figure out and know what love truly is. Well, again, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. So grateful that you take time to listen to it, especially for those of you that are our subscriber, subscribers, I should say, our subscriber, just one. <laughs> no, we got a little bit more than one. <laughs> but, but of our subscribers, thank you so much for those of you who tune in weekly to be a part of this podcast. And, and I do, I really do hope that it is an encouragement to you, something that uplifts you, something that you can walk away with knowing that, wow, you know what, I am challenged to be the best version of me possible. And I am challenged to also learn how to love God and know him and know him in such a way that I could be confident in the relationship that I share with him. I really do hope that this podcast inspires that. For those of you who are listening to this podcast for the first time because you found it on our website, 
Just want to let you know that we can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict. I mean, we could just go through the list. Wherever it is that you can get podcasts from, you can most likely find us there. So go ahead and subscribe. That way, when we post new podcasts, you'll be one of the first ones to know about it. But again, thank you so much. So appreciative of you. And just to let you know, if you haven't heard yet, we have started our outdoor services. We'd love to have you come up, come out and join us Sunday mornings, 1030 a.m. in our church parking lot. We try to keep it as virtually or keep it as safe as possible. People are socially distanced. We do wear masks. But let's also keep praying that more and more of us get vaccinated. That way we can move indoors and start having worship services indoors once again. But if you're uncomfortable meeting outside, we will continue to have a virtual service for you as well. And you can find that on YouTube, Facebook, and the replays of those will also be on our website. But again, thank you so much. So honored to be a part of your journey. And encounters about three things. Love up, which is love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So in that, what is one way that you could just continue to work on loving God more today than yesterday? Love out. We're told to love our neighbor. So what is one way that you could show love to your neighbor, to those who are hurting, to those who are broken, to those who are struggling, your coworkers, your co-students? What are some ways that you could show love? And then love in, grow. Again, be the best version of you that you can be. Well, thanks again for letting us be a part of that journey. Take care. God bless you. And we'll see you once again next week. Thank you so much for joining us for the Encounter Community Church podcast. If you could do us a favor, whatever service it is that you're listening to this podcast on, please rate and review us. If there's anything that we can do better, please let us know. But by rating and review, it also make our podcast easier for others to be able to find. If you would like to support us at Encounter financially, with what it is that we're doing to make a difference in our community, whether it's the mobile food bank, whether it's serving at North High School, or making a difference, again, in our community, feel free to head over to our website, encountercommunity.church. Click the link that says online giving. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way, when we post new live streams or new vlogs, you'll be updated. As well as, please head over to Facebook and like our page. That way, when we post new podcasts, Again, new vlogs, new live streams, or have church events. You'll be updated and know what's going on here at Encounter. As we said before, thank you so much. We're so glad to have you with us. And we look forward to you being a part of the podcast next week.